Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, on today's episode, you are going to be learning all about dreaded discounts. Can you relate? Have you ever been on a sales call, a sales conversation in a sales meeting or presentation, and you hear the dreaded, I can't afford it, or even worse, they ask you up front for any discounts, price reductions, ways that they could get your services for cheaper. Gosh, it's enough to drive you crazy, right? So for those of you, if you're listening right now and you have ever had to work within a budget, you have had to offer discounts in order to be able to close the deal, you are struggling with pricing objections around what it is that you you sell your services for, um, here's the episode for you. So you'll want to stay tuned. Now we're going to be diving in deep around discounts and why I don't believe that you need to discount your prices or your services or programs or products in order to be able to get the deal. Now it is a pricing strategy. It is a sales strategy and yes, it does work. However, if you are selling something that is of a high level of expertise, and that is requiring you as the expert service provider to provide the solution for, discounts are actually going to do the opposite of making you the sale. It is going to make you the cheapest on the block. It is going to position you as the discount service provider, which let me tell you, unless you're Walmart, you probably don't want to be there. And it is doing you a complete disservice to your brand and your brand promise. Now, what the heck am I talking about all of this for? Well, because if you are working off of a discount-based pricing model and structure, it means that you're going to have to work a lot harder than you actually need to in order to make the same volume of sales and, at the end of the day, the money that you want to see in the bank. So why is it so critical that you stop doing this? Well, it's really important because when you sell high level of expertise types of service or programs or products or solutions, People don't expect you to discount. So the number one issue that you're facing if this is happening in your business today is that you have a positioning problem. I'm going to say that again. You have a positioning problem if people are coming and asking for you to provide discounts. Now, when you have the right brand message and position in the marketplace and it matches the expectations of your buyers and your prospects, then they will expect that you are actually more expensive than what they are anticipating to spend. And that is actually a good thing because it positions you as the go-to expert which means that your value is much higher than your competitors on the street. It means that you have more credibility. It means that you have more experience, authority, and expertise to be able to say, I deserve to create this amount of value for you as my client, and I'm going to deliver the result, and here's how. And when you have that level of confidence and when you have that level of experience in the background, it allows you to have um, the ability to not have to charge 
and provide discount. It allows you to charge exactly what it is that you want because it is based on the value that you provide to your clients. And more importantly, the results that they're going to get as a result of working with you. So if you are not clear on your value because your brand position and your brand message isn't clear, then the other side of that is that you don't understand the value that you provide to your clients and what that is worth to them. So if you're stuck right now, you need to go back and ask. I know sometimes we just take it for granted that we do certain things and they come so easily to us, but the truth of the matter is that your zone of excellence and your zone of genius, really, the, the thing that you're uniquely here and created for the, the gift that you have, is not the same gift as everybody else. And what comes so easily and naturally to you may in fact be like hair pulling out, oh my gosh, I don't want to do it for somebody else. And the value of what it is that you provide because nobody wants to do something that they absolutely hate or just plain are not good at, you provide them with so much mental relief, you know, they don't have to stress or worry or have anxiety that it's not going to be done correctly. And worse, that they're losing time and money and effort doing something that at the end of the day is not going to be done the way that they want with the results that they want. So you need to get clear on your value. It's as simple as going back to past clients or current clients and asking, what is the value of you working with me? Like, what kinds of results or benefits do you receive by us doing this work together or for me doing this work for you. People are happy to share when they get results. And it's not just about the quantitative, right, the numbers, although numbers are super important, but it's also about the qualitative, the experience, the intangibles, the, the things that make them feel a certain way. Those are just as critical and if not more important to know and understand because people buy based on emotion, how you make them feel, not just what you say to them and what you share with them and how you explain your services and your process. So the, the other piece that you might be missing when you're thinking about discounting and the fact that you actually need to provide discounts is that you've missed the mark somewhere in identifying the top need and it needs to be a priority for your prospect. If you haven't identified a top need that's a priority, so where there's some urgency involved and it needs to happen like yesterday, and even though somebody might say it needs to happen like yesterday, there's still key questions that you need to ask in order to be able to actually confirm this. Because if you take away um, a critical piece, right? Like if you take away uh, a pressure point, is it still, does it still have that sense of urgency? Does it still have that sense of prioritization? Has this been sustained over a period of time where you know it's been building up and building up and building up and finally, whatever it is that's happened, the straw that broke the camel's back was enough to take it over the edge and now it has reached a critical point. That is what you need to identify because when you have that culmination of those uh, experiences, guess what happens? people will buy almost at all costs, right? And so I'll share a story, uh, my own personal story of something that happened to me where we really had no choice. And it highlighted to me how important it is that you understand the value, but you also identify the top need and that urgency factor is so critical. So 
And the last home that we were at, we had a metal electronic gate that closed behind our garage. So it was the only way to get in and out of our garage to drive into our property. And one morning as I came in, the gate stopped working, like literally halfway. Now, thankfully, my husband was home and he was able with brute strength, just like roll it across in order to open it and, and to close it again. But given that this was the main entryway for us to get in and out of our property with our vehicles, guess what happened? It suddenly became this urgent, important thing because it impacted our day-to-day -day life. So this thing went from being a non-issue to all of a sudden being, it needs to be fixed and it needs to be fixed now. So when we reached out to a couple of different business owners in order to be able to get this help, A, it's super niche, right? Very specialized, electronic metal gates. And when we reached out for that level of expertise, we got somebody who came on site. Well, this fellow had given us some information and my husband followed up with him and it was like crickets. Now, keep in mind, this is something we use every single day, at least twice a day, if not more for each of us to go in and out of our property. And this man had a willing and able buyer but missed the critical step of doing the follow-up. Now, at the end of the day, because it was urgent for us, we didn't even ask about price. We did to some extent, but at the end of the day, we needed it fixed more than we needed the price because I'm gonna tell you, it was really hard to get somebody who actually knew what they were talking about and could even provide the service, let alone do it in the timeline that we needed. And so because of this, the first person that responded in follow-up, because it wasn't the guy who came on site, to be honest, which it still boggles me to this day that he would allow um, an opportunity to help somebody and money in his business, just literally walk, like walk away, uh, or in this case, drive away, um, that the first business owner that came back to us and, and was able to help we didn't even care how much he was going to charge us because at the end of the day, he was going to fix the problem. It was so urgent and it was a top priority need for us that the fact that he could come the next day and fix the gate and do it with all of the safety and all of that kind of stuff was extremely um, gratifying. It was, it was something that we absolutely needed. And so we didn't even ask for a discount. We didn't ask if he could do a better price. We didn't ask for any bells and whistles. We just wanted it done and done right. And that's the thing that happens with your potential customers when you have this magical combination as well. So if you're facing these dreaded discounts, when you're facing individuals that are, um, you know, hemming and hawing over your price point, chances are that you haven't identified the top need and that it isn't really an urgent priority for them at this point. That's not good or bad. It's just a fact, right? And so you need to find customers and potential customers that have an urgent need where your service provides the exact solution that they're looking for right now, not tomorrow or next week or next month or next year, but right now, because they will be less price sensitive, which means they will not require discounts in order to be able to say yes to your service offer. Now, the last and probably the most critical piece is if we go back to my story about the gate. Now, if I didn't have a metal gate and this fellow decided that he wanted to prospect some additional houses down the street, it would be incumbent upon him to look for other homeowners that have a metal gate, right? And so if you are looking for the wrong person that does not have the problem that you solve through your products, your programs, your services, 
then it really doesn't matter what price point you're providing them because they will always look at you as a commodity, just another thing, another person that provides XYZ. And that's also the reason why they are more price sensitive. So when you have all of these different factors, I've listed off five for you already. When you have all of these different factors combined together, it's no wonder that you have people challenging you on your price. So here is your call to action today. If you are struggling with this, what I want you to do is really identify how often are you identifying right off the bat the value of the services that you provide early on in the sales process and the conversation where you're able to really identify A, the problem for your prospect, but also B, that your service, your solution provides the perfect match for them and it fulfills the price point that they're willing to spend because there are very real expectations around budget and price point. And so I'm not here to tell you that the sky's the limit and that you can charge whatever you want to whoever you want and they will always willingly pay. That is not the case. You need to have that magic combination of your own confidence, the value in what it is that you deliver, as well as the perfect prospect who understands what it is that you're providing to them and is willing to pay. And when you have that magical trio, you are able to sell confidently and easily and hear those yeses consistently without having to discount. It is a very real factor of the sales process though, that pricing and budgets form a piece of that conversation. And so if you're waiting until after the conversation to send out a proposal where you don't even know if somebody can afford you, only to have them come back and say, this pricing is way out of whack, or I can't afford it, or can you give me a discount? It's because you haven't stepped up in the conversation and you haven't addressed what it is to understand their true priority and to make sure that you have allowed them the opportunity to learn about what your pricing structure actually looks like while you're on the conversation. So don't shy away from those conversations. Don't shy away from potentially hearing a pricing objection. Don't shy away from an opportunity to allow people to understand what it is that it looks like when they're working with you. This is where you need to step up. You need to show your sales leadership. You need to be able to engage as the leader in the conversation to be able to say, here's what it looks like to work with me and to exert your expertise right from the get-go. So don't be afraid and hide behind follow-up and emails and written communication that just goes into the wayside or worse yet, gets completely ghosted and makes you feel even worse in doing your follow-up sales activities. So if you are struggling with the pricing objection in particular, I am going to invite you to come and grab my free resource for you. There's three tried and tested strategies, actual conversation starters and questions that you can ask your potential customers when you hear, I can't afford it, if you're having that main objection on your sales conversations. So the link will be below in the show notes. Come and grab it so that you are going to be able to hear more yeses instead of no's consistently on your sales calls. And it is what has helped me and my teams and now my clients uh, turn their conversions around from struggling to standout superstar. So thank you so much and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. 
If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time. Thank you.